What's up, everybody? I'm Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. And you're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? Phil Rogacki here with Two Tree Guys, bringing you another fun podcast. This is our second one today. Wow. And uh, as always, we have with us... He hasn't been in the studio for a while. <laughs> Mr. Jared Abro. Gina. Gina. Oh, hey, easy. Easy. <laughs> this is PG. Uh, well, oh, this is our PG <laughs> <Man>. version. <laughs> uh. What's up, dude? Not much, man. I'm pretty excited. It's been a while since we've been back here, and I'm really excited to drink beer. So, you know, it's good. And let me let me just do an announcement <laughs> to everybody, too, you know. Jared has been working in this industry for 30 years, 28 years. My whole life. Whole yeah. life. And I'm 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 pleased to announce that he came full time to work with the academy in yeah. California, in yeah. Santa Rosa Congrats. with us every day. So guys, if you haven't been to an academy, freaking come to academy 5 days a week, 6 days a week. He's here all the time. He sleeps here, he eats here. He yeah. lives in the barn next to Mr. Pickles, our cat, but he's here every day. So the, you guys got to come uh, learn from Jerry. This is Phil him. basically saying, um, Dude, I got stoked. too much time on my hands now, and you guys got to come because, you know, you got to keep me But busy. what an Dude, amazing place to come stoked, to, though. Man. Oh, right. I mean, it's a Disneyland. Gosh, it is. If, it is a tree yeah. of Disneyland. That's the best way to put it. If yeah. we were able to accomplish what we did in three years with, you know, a few hours here and a few hours here, I'm super excited to see what 2022 brings oh. us. And all the headaches that he brings you. On a regular basis. <laughs> you know, a lot of this comes to, you know, me giving 40% of my time in the last three years to do what we've done. I mean, I'm thinking, what can we do with 100%? Yeah. You know, so. This well, it's like it. you and I were talking about earlier today, you know, you got to put yourself out there, right? If you're going to do something, you got to go for it. And if you fail at it, you fail at it, but you learn from it. And you yeah. keep moving forward, right? All, it. I think all, it's amazing, dude. Fail all chips are in right now. Yeah. All mm. freaking chips are in. Yep. And it, it's it's going to be awesome, man. So I'm excited. Glad you're here, man. Appreciate you. Love you, man. Appreciate you, man. Well, cool, man. All well, right. hey, guys, before we start every show, uh, before we crack a nice cold beer, and Jared brings us our beer sponsor. Uh, well, they're not really a sponsor. We just bought it at BevMo or whatever it's called. And we tell them our beer sponsor because sponsor. one day, but, you know, I say that every week. Our but anyways, future beer sponsor. Our future beer sponsors. Um, pay the fee, man. The real AF fee. You know, I get this from Andy Frisella. Pay the motherfucking fee because... We don't get paid to do this. This is free. This is donating our time to give it to you, to hear some from the badass professionals that are out there and to hear their stories. Uh, this morning, we brought a marketing expert in to give to you guys and everything like that and that cost. So all we're asking is build, help us build the fan base here. Share it, tag it, whatever you got to do. Get it out there in the industry. Uh, and spread the word uh, so we can make this number one podcast in America. I'm, I'm going for Joe Rogan. We're going to pass wow. him. We're going to do it. And maybe we'll I have him on I the show I love the lofty here. goals. <laughs> America. We're going to have him. But uh, who's our beer sponsor or our beer All right, that's that what we, we got today. We got Old Kaz Brewery. So I'm going to hop in, and I'm actually going to hold my beer because I'm, like, very excited um, to get something going Old here. Kaz. Where's the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air one? Let's see what we got. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, wow. Uh, Fonse. 
Don't. Where's uh, the Fresh Prince? We don't. Can have you possibly uh, be any more selective over there? Uh, I'm, I'm just curious. Guy. I'm that guy. Oh, like, I, I really oh, that's a different. You've looked at that's four different time. options I now, know. Jared. Do you want to pick one? So I'm gonna. There I'm gonna go. start. I'm start fairly easy here. Old Kaz. So I chose the Pilsner here, but I'm gonna give a little rundown of what this Old Kaz is. Its name came from Old Casadero Road. If you guys are from the area, you know where that's at. Um, it's a downright Jurassic Park path in the West Sonoma County. So it's pretty rural, I guess. Everybody knows it. This road connects from two former logging towns in Guerneville and Casadero, which makes it you know, remain semi-wild. And I guess people love this drive. It makes this kind of a, you know, you know, a path that people take and spend a- endless hours driving down this and it makes it this uh, I, I've never been there so the I don't know less taken but yeah. yeah it is and um man the game almost a mythical status but know? they do oh. say don't drink and drive when you're going down this path well of I'm course. just kidding yeah. it doesn't yeah. <laughs> Say just yeah. that path. Sa- safety third, <laughs> right? Safety third. Yeah. Safety third. But uh there's a deep sense of wonder with this and uh here the mission of the creators to live up to this they consider to be the greatest place on earth. So I don't know. We'll see by the Sonoma taste of the beer how that really is. Dude, so, so Sonoma yeah. County is pretty badass. If you guys haven't been to Sonoma County, when I came, I mean, just in the Bay, I didn't spend a lot of time out here. But when I came over to Sonoma County and spent a little bit, this morning I woke up and I did a, um, for two tree guys, I did a little post, a little boost post. Fog, yeah. freaking like 7.38 in the morning. It was beautiful. And this fog stayed all the way till 10.30. 11 almost yeah. the fog was still here and that's sonoma so definitely <laughs> cheers listen i grabbed the pilsner oh shit I'm, hey, well i'm excited to have you back and have my drinking partner back so i'm here this guy's, it was this guy's been dry days. for 75 days he's 75 hard oh uh, man i just got back from peru and i had my first drink in peru uh i had a pisco sour peruvian drink and it was freaking awesome. And I was drunk after two and stumbling <laughs> out of there. But So like every day kind of drinking. Yeah, yeah. I'm Nothing's back. Changed. I'm back. I got right back. <laughs> I didn't even want to drink. But as soon as I had my first drink, I haven't stopped since then. So and we appreciate you for keeping it pro That's over right. there. Um, Red Bull, sponsorship know. in the future, maybe. <laughs> oh, we all always always keeping it up, keeping it high. and uh, Well, still yeah. working on East Coast time. So trying yeah. to keep the high energy right as my body is telling me, hey, it's night-night time, right? Yeah. So, yep, hitting, hitting the Red Bull Winter Edition pomegranate. Mm. Mm-hmm. Solid mm-hmm. choice. Mm. That's nice. Good, good. That's nice. Well, it's, you want to introduce our guest who we have here today for you guys? <laughs> and we, we, we only have maybe one every other month or once a month we have a special guest coming in here today. Um, and we drink cold beer with them. Usually it's him and I talking or at a trade show or mini yeah. expo. So I'm, I'm excited about this episode because it's been a while since we've had one. I've had to listen to a few over and over again just so <laughs> I felt comforted and, you know. Uh, defeat he, the need? Yeah, defeat it. I, I've been craving it. So to have you here. And I'm, I'm glad to be here. You're going to be working both hands. We're I am. Excited, I am. Guys. Just like I am when I'm on stage presenting, I'm very, you know, very interactive. Can I interact with you? Interact with you. Interact with cameras. All the different feeds we got going on. Oh, Super stoked to be here. Uh, something Jared and I've talked for a long time about and just You're really here, glad dude. to be out here. This is the moment. Yeah. So it is. Let, let me let the yeah, man so, who knows you introduce <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of funny having you out here, you know, since we, we've, we've hung out for many, many years. We've yeah. been to all these different shows. Um, gosh, had such good times together. Um, by the way, Travis Vickerson is our guest. And um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, we've been talking about you know, interacting, doing stuff together. We never have, yeah. um, other than meeting up at shows and kind of dilly dallying around. So 
Really stoked to have you out here. Glad you made the jump. It's kind of funny how you coming back, being born here in the Bay, yep. or the Bay Area semi, right? That was San Jose. Yep. And uh, making your way back and um, having some fun out here with us. And uh, taking that leap to see what we're all about and let, let us hear your story. I mean, you having 15 years and, um, you know, ran a company and, gosh, as a contract trainer and t- TCIA publications and, gosh, it's, you've done so many things. It's, uh, it's really I've been re- lucky. Really cool to get the opportunity yeah. to hear your story uh, personally. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's on, been a crazy a journey level. for no yeah. doubt. Um, it's definitely been nothing that I've done on my own by any means. I've had great mentorships, great help, great education from others, you, um, and a lot of other friends that we share that have helped me along this journey and people like Phil. And as you put it today, we were talking, Jared and I were kind of spending some time on the property today, kind of just talking and about putting ourselves out there. And, you know, we are no different than anybody else, right? We don't have anything special about us. Mm-hmm. We're just tree guys, right? Yeah. That took a chance to get on stage or go to a conference or whatever and share what we think we know with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And people sometimes like hearing us and people don't like hearing us, but they keep coming back. Right. Yeah. And we get these awesome opportunities that have taken us for you all over the world doing stuff for me all mm-hmm. over the country doing things. And it's just it's an amazing opportunity, but I never would have thought 20 years ago when I got into tree care at 17 years old, it would lead to where it's lived. Mm-hmm. Like never mm-hmm. in my imagination when I was 17 kid got into tree care that i think it would lead to sitting here with you guys right (laughs) it's just crazy and maybe maybe i should go back on a podcast before i have done some podcasts before never like this uh this is a new environment i've done just some audio never like any video based stuff Um, what what do you think of the studio it's not what i expected in a Uh good way in a good way i was like oh right we got a studio okay Uh no this is legit (laughs) (laughs) like like, the, the the whole like Behind the scenes that nobody can see, yeah, it yeah. looks like something out of Spielberg. Um, uh-huh. It's pretty amazing. I got cameras oh, everywhere; man. people can't see it. Right, got all this <laughs> tech everywhere. They're- I'm being very careful with my feet because I got a million wires underneath me, and I know of all people, I'm going to kick something, and it's mm-hmm. going to kill this whole thing. Yeah, we're, right? we're we're live everywhere. We have yeah. a camera under the table. That's for certain people pay for the live. But <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, we have a Bob. We have a Bob. We have a Bob. Bob. And if Bob. you guys don't know what a Bob is. Best of luck to you. Bob? We got a Bob. BBT. It, it shows. Um, <laughs> what you guys are doing for just being some tree guys, yeah. it's pretty impressive. That's oh, why, man. That's and, why we need a Bob. And when we started this podcast, the one thing we said is it wasn't, it was for our own entertainment. <laughs> it was for Jared and I's entertainment. <laughs> I'm like, if nobody else watches, I'm okay with it because we're going to have fun doing it. And I know if we have fun, everybody else yeah. have fun on this. And, you know, bringing new segments to the podcast, I'm excited about. Uh, Because it's not just us that are on the show. You know, we have Eric Palacio who gets on with guests. We have other people that have been in here and uh, Hans who've been interviewing oh, yeah. people before and on the show. And, and now we have Michael Vulcan, who's our marketing director for the Academy now and for the podcast, who's going to be putting on some marketing, some sales, some other things out to the industry yeah. and just giving back, having fun, drinking beer, talking about the things we love in our industry. Yeah. Because in our industry, we're in it because we love it. But isn't it awesome though? Oh, it's it's so much to me. Like, and I kind of use this analogy every now and then in tree carry. It's kind of a mixture of Wild Wild West and piracy, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> yeah, you it is good, man. That's right? Good We're doing the job that nobody else really wants to do uh-huh. to make life yeah. civilized for everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. You go back to the the creation of piracy, right? Before it went to what it is or what it became, all right? It was really designed to protect merchant ships. 
from bandits, right? Nobody wanted that job, but everyone wanted the goods. So these pirates joined these vessels to go out and do the work that nobody else wanted to do because they wanted their services. They wanted their trades and all that. Wild West, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm a huge fan of the show Yellowstone, as well as 1883, which, by the way, amazing Go Rip! Oh, go yeah. rip. Rip, Wait, rip is amazing. <laughs> What's that? Whoa, you don't know about 1883 oh, yet? Now, Yellowstone, I'm starting it. Right now, I'm oh, watching. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, you don't even know. 1883? Might be even better than Yellowstone, I think. It has it just come out? So You got to Google it, man. It's amazing. Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, as actors. Oh, that just came and out. And actresses. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's phenomenal. Okay, break it's, off. It's yeah. essentially the early, yeah. the early Duttons, right? But How it's awesome. It's freaking awesome. Amazing. And Tim McGraw is good. He's a good actor. And you watch it, right? And so anybody who knows the show, because like we started, we started a podcast talking about Yellowstone. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, right? I signed up on for trees. No, no, no. no. Oh, anybody who hasn't watched it should watch it, right? Because it really gives Taylor Sheridan's the executive producer, I guess, for it, right? And he's a he's a cowboy. That how, how do you even know that? Because I Google things, <laughs> right? So anyway, so, so this goes to what we're going to be talking about <laughs> yeah, here, guys. I Listen, promise. It, there's it a reason around. why this guy is on every single board. <laughs> this guy researches. He learns the things that nobody else wants mm-hmm. to dive in. I do. I spend up. more time probably oh, on Google man. looking up things than anything else, right? <laughs> okay. So I can just good. regurgitate good things and sound smart. Yeah. Um, so, so Taylor Sheridan, like his whole vision for Yellowstone in 1883 was to make it authentic. So you watch how the West was settled on these wagon trains and all that. And it just shows me that it's what we do. Right. We're one of the last industries out there that is still unregulated by OSHA, realistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we fall under the general duty clause. That's great. And we fall under 1910, you know, 269 when it you know gets into electrical hazards and those kind of things. Right. But mm-hmm. general residential commercial tree care really isn't governed by a large body yet. It will help. It'll come at some point. Mm-hmm. So even our gear, you know, as crazy as it may sound and we're not condoning this by any means, but you could make your gear almost. And it's crazy to think people are doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem, right? That's why the Academy yeah. exists is to prevent that because mm-hmm. we know we lose an arborist every two and a half days. So every yeah. two and a half days, somebody dies in our industry yeah. because wow. we're unregulated and yeah. we're untrained. But that's what the West, the West was, right? It was settled by people who had no idea what they were doing and they figured it out. And that's what I love about our industry. We figured it out. So when I was 20, when I was 17 years old, you know, move from North, we moved. Oh, yeah. Back up. So born in California, <laughs> right? Yeah. Born in Bay Area. San Jose. San Jose. I do not call that San home <laughs> because uh, I moved at a very young age. Um, so I wouldn't call that home either. Uh, Morgan Hill. So I was born in Morgan Hill, technically. You call Antioch you, home? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Boy, my dad worked like, for IBM, right? better not say I that I, to the world I ever again. He's ripping on you like, I wouldn't call San Jose home. I don't I'm disagree like, with him, though. You're from Antioch. <laughs> Antioch. And you moved to Brentwood, and now you're like, oh, Brentwood? <laughs> so growing up kid in, in San Jose, you know, I didn't know trees. I knew concrete because that's what con- California for the most part is, right? Out, up, outside of here. Up here, it's gorgeous, yeah. by the way. Absolutely gorgeous. So I get – we moved from California to Raleigh, North Carolina. My dad worked for IBM. They said, hey, you got to move you across country because anybody who has ever worked for IBM knows that what it stands for is IB moving. Um, <laughs> it's intermental bowel movements. <laughs> Mm, could be possibly <laughs> at times. That's you. So we moved to North Carolina. I'm a 17 year old kid in high school. We have a, this ice storm comes through, right? Shuts everything down because yeah. in the south and north in North Carolina, especially if it threatens snow, everything shuts down. Right? That's just the way it is. Yeah. Because so they then, have no snow trucks. They have no salt. Nothing. nothing. Right? Yeah. So things are shut down and st- trees are down everywhere. It just looks like you know the end of the world with trees broken. We had like yeah. it was like an inch of ice. It was crazy ice storm come through. And this storm chaser is on my dad's street doing tree work, right? And I'm kind of out there, and I'm like, yeah, you know, what's going on talking to this guy? He's like, hey, you want to make some money? And I'm like, yeah, I want to make some money. What 17-year-old kid 
doesn't want to make money. All right, so I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, well, just drag some brush. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> New generation. We won't. We, that's a different podcast. Oh man. All right. Uh, what what kind of guy? There was a guy that pulled up in a van and asked you if you want to make some money. It was a red pickup truck. Okay, red okay, beat the okay, picture. Okay, which, okay. which we've all seen clear. in this industry, by the way. Right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> do you want some candy and make some money? Come on in. You're like, I, what? Seventeen year old doesn't go in a van got, to make some money. I got big chainsaws. Big chainsaws. Come help me. <laughs> So he's like, hey, yeah, I'm like, do this. So no chippers, right? He's yeah. just a red beat up pickup truck, right? Mm-hmm. And because it's a state of emergency, you just got to pile the brush of the road. So I did this for like two days. And he's like, hey, man, can you climb a tree? I'm like, yeah, climb a tree. Yeah, sure. No idea what I'm doing, right? He gives me a set of Klein spikes and a double D weaver saddle, right? And a three strand lanyard with a piece of three strand rope, like a four foot rope tied oh, to a gosh. McCulloch chainsaw. That boy, right. get up there, dear Jesus, protect this little boy. <laughs> protect him in the tree. And he's like, "All right, this is what you're going to do. I want you to bear hug the tree and spike it until I tell you to stop, and then put this lanyard and snap it onto the other side, and fire up the chainsaw and just cut whatever I tell you to cut." Wait, like, why wasn't he doing this? Because he had other work to do. So he's now we're both going to climb. But right? he was going to coach you. Yeah, yeah. But he from had other work tree. to do. From the other tree. Oh, from the other yeah. tree. Okay, okay. So I'm, he's I'm sure up a tree. This is how you teach, right? The academy. <laughs> okay. No, of course not, folks. Of course not. So anyway, so I'm like, all right, yeah, I could do this. Yeah, sure, yeah. So I'll go about doing it. Yeah, and I enjoy it. I like it, right? Yeah. I did this for about three days. And, you know, in, in the week comes and I'm like, hey, you know, you, you owe me some money, right? Like, yeah. you owe me some cash. And he's like, yeah, 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 you know, I'll get it. I'll get it to you. So he leaves all of his chainsaws and ropes in my dad's garage that night because we're working on my parents' street. And he's like, oh, well, I don't want to leave it in the truck because I'm staying at this Best Western, you know, over on, the, on, on Glenwood Avenue, you know, and it's like shady part of town. So I don't want to leave my stuff in the truck. I'm like, that's fine, whatever. So he leaves stuff there. And. I'm like, well, I want to get paid. I'm a 17-year-old punk kid, mm-hmm. so I drive to the Best Western. You know, knock on the door. Hey, man, I want my money. Yeah. He's hammered out of his mind, right? <laughs> There's drugs everywhere inside the hotel room. And I know enough to get out of there at this point, right? Yeah. I'm like, this is not a good place for Travis. So I go back home, tell my dad all about it. How'd you then, know where he was staying? Well, it was easy. I just drove to the Best Western on Glenwood Avenue and found the red Raleigh and found truck. the red pickup truck. And you started knocking <laughs> on some doors. No, I just, I just watched him walk around outside. Uh, watched, watched him walk around. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Well, I am stupid because I went to a Best Western at 17. <laughs> but, so the next morning, he shows up at my parents', my parents house to get his stuff. And my dad's like, hey, you owe my son some money. You know, my dad's a big man. My dad uh, actually went to San Jose State, held the California deadlift record for a number of years in college. No, He's a monster of a man. That's okay. a big man. Yeah, makes me look just itty-bitty. And this guy's <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah, I'm going to pay him. He goes, well, I'm going to keep your gear until you pay him. And the guy's like, well, I'll call the cops. My dad's like, call the cops. Once the cops got mentioned, this guy splits. Find out he's got warrants for his arrest in multiple states. Like, he's just a storm chaser. That's what he is. Yeah. You know, just racks up cash and leaves. So we get all this gear sent in my dad's garage. He knows I really don't want to go to college. It's not really going to be my thing. I wanted to go in the military, but I had a back injury playing football in high school, and that mm-hmm. was going to kick me out of going into airborne school. You can't go to special forces unless you're airborne qualified. So I knew that wasn't going to work out. And I was like, well, you know what? Let's do this. Let's, let's do tree work. My dad had owned a concrete company when he was working for IBM at the same time, so he understand how to run a company. But nobody's going to hire a 17-year-old kid to cut trees, right? So my dad sells the work, yeah. and I do the work. Well, I graduate high school, and college isn't my thing, but I'm not making enough money to really make ends meet, so I became a fireman. So, so in, in the meantime here, I'm sorry to Yeah, no, keep going. It's good. It's good. It's I'm, good. Just, uh, I'm just thinking about this. You had one day, and then you're like- Oh, three days experience. Was it three, three days? days? Yeah. Three days. And then we're going to do days. this. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, that, ex- that three days of experience was enough for you to be like, okay, I got enough. Yeah. I can go cut some shit. I'm just gonna. How hard uh, is it, right? Yeah, that, that's what I thought. That's amazing. Yeah, there's a video 
I have of me somewhere. This is not inspirational for you guys <laughs> no, watching. No, no, no. I don't but, want. But we're gonna bring this full circle. That, oh, this is But great. the funny <laughs> thing is, I'm not even shocked by this no. because every story of every person that comes in here right? was somebody that handed up a chainsaw and said, "You locked Mike money." Yeah. And that's how they're like, welcome. And you know why that is? It's because when you go to a high school and you talk about professions and you say arboriculture, nobody knows what it is. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows our industry actually even exists. Right. Unless you're in the industry. True. Mm -hmm. Very true. So we don't have kids coming out of high schools going, oh, I want to be an arborist. What's an arborist? Right. So anyway, so fast forward a little bit, became a career fireman for the city of Durham, North Carolina Fire Department. Was doing that. Learned a lot of rope rigging from being a fireman, which I applied in tree care. Right, so they started kind of complimenting each other. Oh, so you were doing both of the yeah, same doing time. both same time. So I was a career fireman for fifteen years, and about 10, 10, 12 years into my company, you know, I realized, you know, maybe I don't want to be a tree guy, right? Maybe I want to sell my company off and go back to school, go become a nurse, make mm -hmm. more money. Mm -hmm. Went to nursing school. Nursing school wasn't for me. It did not fit. Right, mm -hmm. I was not a good nurse. I did, I did not like mm -hmm. it. Wasn't enjoyable. Because he had an EMT background, right? Yeah, so, being a fireman, you had yeah, an EMT yeah. background, right? And realized that I was really good. In, Pre-hospital care, but not really yeah. good in hospital care. So I was like, well, crap. I got to make some money. I got the skill and knowledge of tree guys. I went back to work for a tree company. So now, again, I don't know a lot about tree work at this point still. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I had read some books my dad had bought me. Had gone to watch some classes here and there, but I hadn't really had structured education. Did your dad have any any tree care knowledge? or None. He just... Okay. Zero. So he he le he's learning with you. Oh yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. And we were learning as we went. Like we had you yeah. know a dump trailer and like this the standard operation for most people when they get into tree care, right? Yeah. Like you only know what you've almost died doing and yeah. you learn from, right? So try to get in this company and I find this company on Craigslist. Actually, it's hiring. And the guy's two hundred dollars. No, 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 no. Legit oh. company. <laughs> legit company. And he's like, well, if I'm gonna hire you as a climber, you got to climb for me. But we don't spike trees if we're pruning. And I was like. At this point, again, I only knew how to climb one way, and that was spiking trees. Like, had my pruning spikes and my removal spikes, and they were the same spikes. Right? <laughs> my pruning spikes and my removal spikes, and they were the same spikes. All right? So, I'm oh like, so gosh. I'm Googling. Now, remember, I'm the Google guy. So, I'm like Googling how to climb rope. So, I show up to this guy's shop to climb, right? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I can do this. And I die like a, I tie a climb heist, you know, on a, on a prusik loop. And I'm doing this like inchworm sit stand thing, trying uh -huh. to climb rope to show this guy I can yeah. work from, yeah. right? And he hires me at like a stupid low rate. And then he's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to send you some TCIA classes. And I went to my first TCI class and started learning. Where was that at? It was in Durham, North Carolina. Actually, Cormac Negan taught it. Okay. Um, what, and, uh, what, was the, what was the company you worked for? A Snell Tree Experts at a Fuquay Varina. Are they still here? Yeah, they're still in business. Yep, Tim Snell, great guy, great business do out you, there. Do you know this Picate El Fondio guy on here? I do not. Mm. Somebody's like, tap me in. Somebody oh wants to, he wants to talk. I don't know him. Oh, man. But maybe he has a similar story to me. I don't know. Who knows, right? Uh -huh. So I go to this, and it was an SRS class Cormac was teaching. Now, again, I didn't know anything, right? So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Get the gear, self-taught, learn SRS, start taking some more classes. Then I find out TCI is hiring for a regional position. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. So I go work for TCI for about a year. And I learn everything I can learn. Read every book I can read and all this. In the same time, I'm all sure. Their, all their information. Everything. Or just every book that you can Everything I get my hands on. Every book I get my hands on. Every video I can watch. Just all now, just self-taught. let me ask you, self -taught. What, what was pushing you to do that? Because there's people in our industry that haven't read one book from TCI. What was driving you to learn, 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 learn? Because I, I have a problem with addiction. <laughs> Okay. And it comes to the fact that if I'm going to do anything, 
I have to go a thousand times over the limit of what normal is. So like bass fishing, you know, I must have, and my wife can attest to this, I must have 500 different colors of worms in my worm speed bag, and then I have a lizard speed bag, and then I have a frog bag. Like, I'm just, I go over the top on everything. I don't know moderation at all, which is not a good feature, right? So I'm just digesting. Uh, do you think it's 15 Red Bulls a day? I don't know. <laughs> just, Pom- just curious. Just pomegranate. I don't know. Do we need to talk about this morning, uh, really? And, yeah. and, and the story there? I didn't think so. All right. Uh, yeah. Your label says it'll kill you. Mine doesn't. Hey, uh, fr- just, you know, friends help friends. You know. Uh, <laughs> this is actually an intervention. This is not a podcast. I'm actually way I'm, off Red I'm Bull than I used to be. I'm glad that 22 of my, our, your friends are online right now. They'd it's like right. to talk to you about so this. Bad. It's so bad. Okay. When I was okay. a fireman, I was drinking okay. way more Red Bull than I am now. Oh, my God. Way more. So, anyway, let's keep on track here, right? Because i got to bring this back full story, all right? Because this is going somewhere. So I'm taking all these classes, getting all this information I can get, and I start developing this this desire to teach others. And I'm like, I can do this. I can teach this stuff. So what's the best way to learn something? Teach it. So mm-hmm. I start teaching. I start doing stuff for TCIA, and find out that, believe it or not, people actually like listening to me, and they take my classes and they give me high survey results and all that. So I start teaching more and more. Mm-hmm. Then I realize, wait, hey, I can make a living being a fireman still and teaching tree care. I don't have to do it. I can still yeah. do it as a contract climber, but I can teach it. Mm-hmm. So now I get the opportunity to go all over the country for TCIA teaching things. And I start speaking at ISA conferences and TCIA conferences and workshops and all this stuff. And then TCIA is and like- how long is how long have you been in the industry at this point? So about, about 13 years at this point. 13, 14 years. Now, uh, with knowledge, somewhat knowledge. Three years. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, three shit. Years. Yeah. yeah. Right? Three Only years. Three, years. three yeah. years. But 10 years before that, you were doing side jobs, you were working here, yeah. Yeah. but you had no idea. You, you but what I did learn- And your removal spikes. Is all the stuff of what not to do. Good. And I hear it all the time. It was, oh, well, I can't change. I've always done it this way. That's a cop-out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If this guy who, again, now, I'm going to take my headset off for just a second because I want to explain something. All right? Everybody ever seen the movie from- it's a classic 80s movie, Stallone, Over the Top. Oh, gosh. Okay. My heart. Right? Yeah. Okay. So when I would it's get on hat. tree work, right? It's exactly. Hat. Turned so around backwards. So let me go back. Let me you ask. Got it. I'm a machine, you, right? Yeah. You got hired at the TCIA. <laughs> yes. With zero experience. <laughs> zero. Zero. Do they know Other, that? Because yes. you just called it out. No, it's fine. Okay, totally fine. All right, zero experience, right? Uh-huh. Because the position wasn't a training position. And I became your friend then. I am so <laughs> embarrassed. That was, that was a few years later. <laughs> no, they hired me. It was a membership sh- services. It was trying mm-hmm. to get people to become members. But gotcha. I utilized oh, okay. it as an opportunity to learn and train. Gotcha. Okay, so this year of working for TCIA, I started doing all this stuff, right? Well, at the same time, I'm a member. I'm still a fireman, 15-year fireman. Had the opportunity to go to FEMA crane school to be a rigger for cranes and an operator for cranes. Had a chance for the last seven years to fly with the uh, Army and the National Guard as a helicopter rescue technician. So doing some real high-level training stuff. And again, mm-hmm. that high-level mentality, perfectionism mentality plays into this. Mm-hmm. And start working with TCIA and start working on a crane manual, the BMP. So the very first manual I helped write for TCIA was the BMP for cranes. Mm-hmm. Using my FEMA knowledge from a crane rigging standpoint and operator knowledge yeah. and applying it in tree care. And that was the first one. It's like, hmm, all right, I could do this. I kind of like this, right? And then it kind of evolved from there. So then I left TCIA and just started training, right? A few years go by, and I'm training at Arbor Fest with you and, and other places around the country. And just yeah. not like I'm taking the knowledge that I've processed and finding ways to deliver it to others. 
It's nothing I've, I haven't created any of this stuff. This is nothing that's Travis's creation by any means. Yeah. It's just, there's a lot of really smart people in this industry. And I have found a way to digest all their information deliver. and be able to deliver it in a way that people yeah. like. Yeah. And it works, right? So now I've progressed. So I went from 20 years ago mm-hmm. climbing on a Klein Spikes in a W Weaver's Tower, which I still have, by the way. Keep it around just to remind myself. <laughs> is that from the guy in the red it, truck? It is. It is. Yeah. What if in, he pops the, on here and comes come and finds you and kicks come you? That, come on. That's, come on. That, hey, that's Picate. Hey, that's Picate. Uh, <laughs> He's like, get my ass on, on here. That was spikes. me. Absolutely, right? So I get all this stuff, right? And now <laughs> He's calling to apologize for all the years. Uh, that... You can pay me my money. Uh, Venmo me or PayPal. Either way. But now I look at He's like, give me my <laughs> and now I sit back and look at it. I'm like, now I work for Davey Tree Care, uh-huh. right? 20 years later, climbing on advanced systems, writing books like Tree Care, uh, the Crane Book, the new Rigging BMP helped come out. Just wrote that for TCIA. Um, I wrote a leadership book for leadership for today for our industry. And there's all what this stuff. What book's that? It's called Leadership for Today by me. Uh-huh. Look it up on Amazon. All right. Really? Yeah. No lie. Well, I'm going to buy that. And, and here's what it is, okay? It's... And I'm, I'm probably kind of selling myself out at this point, but this what it is, I is, collect, I yeah. collected all of these quotes from history and other books I've read. And then the book is these quotes. And it's a paragraph with each quote about how this applies every single day to leadership. What's it called? No Excuse Le- or I'm sorry, no, that's a different book. That's the other book I told you about. Leadership for Today by Travis Fickerson. It's got a pirate flag on the cover. Hint, hint. All right. Arr. Arr. <laughs> it's on Amazon. I think it's like 350 Leadership for Today... Maybe got taken out because nobody, nobody bought it. <laughs> I got leadership a free copy for today. Leadership for those. Did you find keep... it? Oh, there it is. There it's it is. got a part. Ur. Ur. It's on Amazon. I like it. Yeah. And that was the thing of like, I didn't couldn't find a good book that people could read. There's no page numbers, right? There is no flow to the book. You could open up any page on any day and read it. And like it was a thought process was like for crew that. leaders or foremen on job sites so they could just have something every day to digest about leadership. Dude, so this is great, man. And it just Why, shows where you. have you been? How come you don't tell me these things? You don't call. Oh, <laughs> you don't. That's yeah, that's what she said. Dude. You don't call. Yeah, you don't call. I'm gonna Man. buy your so, I'm gonna get your butt. You're stupid. <laughs> Let when, me finish my story. Let me oh keep derailing gosh. me. All right. Oh, so good. three years ago, I got a call from Mundy Wilson Piper, who was at the time she was getting ready to become the president of TCI's board. She owned a company up in New Hampshire called Chippers. All right, and she was like, "Hey." I'm looking for a vice president of operations to come oversee our operations up here. Do you know anybody in the industry? And I was like, I'll, I'll look around. A few days I thought about it, and I sent her a message. I was like, hey, tell me more information about it. She's like, well, would you be interested? And I was like, maybe. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, it was a good opportunity for me. Took uh, early leave from the fire department, left the fire department for 15 years, and full sell, like you said, went all in, right? Went mm-hmm. all into tree care. Moved to New Hampshire and went into operations overseeing tree care. Three years later, the company is bought by Davey as an acquisition. <laughs> now I work for Davey. Okay. And starting uh, this year, I now work for Davey Resource Group. Okay. Right. As a safety leader. So taking all this knowledge of 20 years of doing things the wrong way, learning how to do things the right way, to go and work with other people to help them evolve. Because that's really yeah. what this is about. It's yeah. evolution. Yeah. 100%. You know, and really what we want to talk about and, and what I want to focus on and my huge passion is this idea of safety. Mm-hmm. And I've learned over 20 years of doing this thing the wrong way, right? Because remember, the first 10 years were, again, there's a video, no shirt, what? hat on backwards, yeah. blowing a 40-foot top of a pine out to a backyard, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm the man, yeah. completely doing it the wrong way. What is the guy in the red truck's name? 
I couldn't tell you if I had to. Okay. Could not remember it. Don't care to remember it. Doesn't matter. Okay. Well, but ma- every one of us. To me. But here's the key. Every one so, of us started out the same way I did. Yeah. Believe it or not. Even Jared, who was born into tree care, did not come out of the womb. Well, maybe he did with a throw line in his hand. I don't know. But well, most of us pretty pretty pulled himself out. <laughs> most of us close. started with zero knowledge, and somebody took time to invest in us uh-huh. to get better. Yep. I was invested in, and I invest in others. And we yeah. have, and that's what you guys do, and what I love so much about what you do, Jerry, and what the Academy yeah. does, Phil, and what you guys are working on here is mm-hmm. investing, right? So this position in Davy that I have now is the opportunity to invest externally in other companies, utility companies, uh, small to medium-sized residential companies, anybody that needs safety, I want to be there for. I want to help them evolve. Mm-hmm. I want to help them grow and change this concept that safety is an objective. Safety <laughs> is never an objective. It's an outcome. 100%. I got lucky for the first 10 years of my career. That I'm not mm. one of the statistics. Absolutely. Had a lot of near misses. Had some very, very, very close calls. That ended up, probably could have ended up being in a hospital. Maybe should have. I don't know. And it's part of that. It's part of that growth experience, mm-hmm. right? And it's that growth mindset that we got to come to. So it's been a hell of a journey. Um, absolutely. I am so stoked to be a part of Davy Tree Care. Um, it's an amazing company. I'm so stoked to be working with people like you guys and, and out in the industry. Yeah. And, Getting to do all this stuff now, and it's just phenomenal. Uh, so what? Uh, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no go ahead. Because you're. Can you thumb you're, war for it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, uh, when, uh, when, wait. When, oh, uh, yeah. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> so when I and I think about you, man, and and taking that leap and jumping in with Davey, I'm like, what a great direction! What a great opportunity for you! I mean, for a company like Davey that is so diverse and it's. Mm-hmm. You know, so many directions to be able to get people like you in there to spread, you know, your word and your your passion. Um, it's just great. It's great, great for the industry because you can, then you get to reach the masses. Yeah. You know, you can really touch touch an industry and and truly make a difference. You know, so what you're doing not only in the industry but doing it for a company like Davey, that's contagious. It spreads. You know, and for us as a company <clears throat> or as an academy or what we're doing here on the podcast uh, is along is along the same the same trend yeah. the same path, right? Yeah. Um, how well, do we how do we tr- reach the masses in um, all these realms? There's so yeah. so many of them, yeah. And I, I'm not going to say safety, but I'm going to say you know across the board, how do we elevate this industry? Yeah. <clears throat> and this is how you do it. You know, you put really key players in really key positions, and you took that, and you're you're doing it, man. And I'm 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 stoked to see you with that brand on there because. You know, every company needs it, but for a company of that size and that nature, um, gosh, man, they need really good people like you. So, And that's the great thing about Davey is Davey does so much so well, right? Mm-hmm. And Davey does such great job at safety internally. And they're like, hey, what if we can do the same thing externally? And that's really my focus. It's not internally focused in Davey, right? We've got mm-hmm. people for that. We've got safety departments, and we've got training departments, and we've got all this stuff. It's how can we go make the industry better? How can we go make other companies even better right and it's kind of a crazy thought process like wait a second you you want to help your competition absolutely 100 percent want to help my competition where'd this come from what, where would part come from what you just said helping my competition helping the competition helping the industry giving back to the industry who it's, sparked this conversation uh, so it's been many people that sparked the conversation jack mccabe is 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 the guy that really stands out in my mind for yeah. who's kind of sought me out in this whole thing and um and Amy Murray and, and just that whole group from Davy Resource Group that's kind of said, hey, you know what? We have an opportunity here. It's an opportunity. Yeah, Davy's a business. Obviously, this is a business venture. Okay, mm-hmm. Let's not lie about it, mm-hmm. right? But this is also an opportunity to say, hey, we got a great guy here. We don't know really how to use him, but let's find somewhere in safety 
to use them. So we're going to figure that out, right? We're, we're figuring that as we go. And really, that's my whole thing is I'm available to help anybody, any company in safety and figuring out how to create those cultures of safety. Because if you think of it this way, and this is kind of the crazy part, most tree care operations run six-day operations, right? Especially mm-hmm. in utility line clearance, yeah. right? If we're having a death every two and a half days, that means on Monday, we're good. On Tuesday, we're good. Wednesday at lunch, we kill somebody. Thursday, we're good. Friday, we're good. Saturday at lunch, we kill somebody. So if we're a three-person crew, by the by Sunday, our day off, two of us are dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True story. And that's the and that's what we gotta start changing. We gotta get away from that. And we're not getting any better, right? Yeah. You know, Dr. Ball is a, is a very good friend of mine and does a lot of the stuff with the ocean numbers and all that. And he'll tell you, the last 30 years, the numbers are still consistent. And it's because we are still trying to make safety an objective. And it can't be an objective. It can only be an outcome. So I think this is a – yeah, you're going to run on this one. This I know where you're going. Yeah. I'm gonna I know back, where you're going. But, uh, keep, keep going. Oh Disregard God. me. He, I know. He's like a child. Everybody knows. <laughs> it's amazing. Don't, uh, don't stop for me, but oh this is uh, – gosh, this is embarrassing. Know. While he does this that, I, I'm going to shed a layer because these yeah. bright – Studio yeah, lights are break. melting oh me. Hold gosh. on one second. No, we're going to keep going with or without you. Oh, my gosh. This is the part of the show everybody's been waiting for. <laughs> is there a, is there <laughs> he, a tip option? He had this plan. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's just been a, it's been an amazing adventure. It's been an amazing journey. I could not have done it alone. I've had an amazing support system. Um, you know, my family has been an amazing support for this. Um, couldn't do it without, you know, so the this, love of my wife and support of my wife in this and just seeing that, me through all this everything. stuff. And, you know, the industry and mentors like Tim Walsh and mentors like John Ball that yeah. have helped me along the way. It's It's been phenomenal. So let me go back a little bit again, back to where Davey decided they have you. You're working there. What do we do with this guy? This guy's talented. He's an addict for knowledge <laughs> and fishing. And fishing. And how do we utilize him and just came up with something of going, let's get back to the industry. We're still working on it. We're still working on what that's going to look like. Okay. But right now it's pretty loose in the fact of, hey, if you have a safety need and you've got something that you want to look at from a safety standpoint, let us us know. We'll see what we can do for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And it could be as simple as just, you know, looking at data for you. Or it could be as simple as looking at, you know, employee health service plans or EHS mm-hmm. plans and, you know, kind of looking at all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something as far as like, hey, training or, or, you know, hey, we're looking at doing this or that. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, we want to be there to help you. Gotcha. And solve this problem. Gotcha. Because we have to make a change at some point in our industry. And to your point about why would you want to help your competitors out? When the ocean rises, all the ships rise with it, right? Well, I didn't say, why would you want to help your competitors <laughs> out? I'm all for it because that's what yeah. we do. We give back to helping the And I out. know, having been part of the red pickup truck guy crew, mm-hmm. right, companies that are doing it the right way, that are doing training, that are paying the insurances, are doing all that, can't keep up with the people out there who are not doing it the right way. Yep. They get undercut every day. And that's not fair for all of us. So we've got to start elevating the industry. Mm-hmm. we got to exactly. start elevating the standard. Exactly. And that's really what it's about for me is it's let's what a great slogan you got there. <laughs> I, I saw that somewhere. Mm. Mm. Elevate the standard. It's sexy. <laughs> it's good. Um so I see you come here wants to know where you can buy my book. Uh you can buy it from Amazon. Evidently Jared found it. Good luck on that. You may have to f- scroll through a few pages, but yeah, it's, it's, I pop right up. First one. You're that <laughs> yeah. famous. Yeah. <laughs> so when is the cheapest book online for two ninety nine? It's it's get the first one that pops. It's Am- is, it's Amazon's choice. It's Amazon's choice. Do you want to hear a really funny story <laughs> oh about God. my book? So I wrote this book, right? Self published. Okay, so don't hold it against me. I public wrote it and I published it myself. Dude, congratulations, right? man. That doesn't mean anything, okay? Because there's like misspellings in the book and like yeah. grammatical Leadership errors. Leadership for today. Yeah. 
It's not popping up for me. Well, it popped up for Jared. Maybe you got like ad block <sighs> or something there. No. So I get I bought it this book, right? And you have to buy them yeah. in bulk. So I buy this thing out, right? And I get all these copies in and I mail them off to people. I mail one to The Rock. I mail one to like Kevin Hart and Will Smith and Arnold Schwarzenegger. All these people, like famous people. I'm like, hey, read my book, you know? You know whatever. Because I figured if I can just get one famous person to read it and post about it, this thing goes crazy, right? Right, it goes viral. All of them came back to be returned to sender. <laughs> all of them. I was like, that yeah. ah, sucks. You know, I'm, <laughs> but I'm, you did I'm, it, dude. You know what, what, what's, it. what's so super disappointing about this that I wasn't on the list? Uh, I'm pretty sure I actually gave you a book three years ago. Hard no. Ooh. Hard no. I'm pretty confident I did what it. What does the comment no. say on there? I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I'd be like, my boy <laughs> wrote this. <laughs> Let's I might read, read it. Don't read the comments if they're bad. <laughs> what do the comments say? A uh, comment says, uh, no, matter, no matter the color of the color of your shirt, the content in this book applies to all of us. I will also go as far to say that this will be the book that is kept on the desk for reference. Thank you for sharing the stories and the insight. You didn't know that. Very cool. I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not write that. Nice. I don't know who wrote that. That's awesome. Here's, here's another awesome. A- Amazon customer. Um, oh, yeah. There's no. There's no. He just said hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi, 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 hi to you as well. Hi. He's like, oh, oh, shit. This works. Yeah. And, you know, I've had a lot of really great help along the way. By no means is this something I've done on my own, right? Yeah. Um, TreeStuff.com. Uh, Nick Bonner has. I've been doing stuff with them for a long time. Awesome, the, dude. the new course that you can rent from TrueStuff.com, which is the ground um, operator course, really. Mm-hmm. It's a course that people can buy. It's a rental, and it teaches new workers day one, like, what you should wear to work, what lunch you should bring to work. Like, hey, what a rake looks like, what a pole saw looks like. And so yeah. you found foundational knowledge before yeah. somebody shows up for the first day. And so, really, I'm just seems so, to be the uh, the goat for everybody to use. So I got, well, this is perfect. So, so what, what, what's, what's, what's the big, the goat? He's like, he, I'm the goat that everybody fucking goat. uses. It's because yeah. you guys got goats um, outside. Goats I probably would have said, I'll be the donkey that everybody <laughs> yeah. uses. He's like, I'm the goat. <laughs> One I'm day I might be a goat. You got goats oh, outside. It's stuck. I'm sorry. That was a little much. He knew exactly. No, there will be a goat. It will not be this guy. Oh, my God. So <clears throat> the bigger question is now that you wrote this one book and you're on a path, what's what's the next phase? What, what's going on? What's new? What's stirring? What's the next Travis Vickerson? Um, is it a book? Is it a video? Is it a podcast? Is it a don't know yet? Haven't decided. You, you, just, you the li- book was a dare. Um, actually, it was yeah. a dare that was made at a bar at I think at like a TCI Expo one time. I was hanging out with some like, three guys. Stupid, and they're like, Travis, you won't write a book. Pretty much, because I was talking about how there's no good books <laughs> on leadership for industry. Like, well, then you should write one. And I'm like, I will. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> and again, it's just quotes from other people. I'm you're quoting. Like, yeah, I'll like, write one. You're like, fuck off, ma- fuck off, Mark Chisholm. I will. Paste. Copy paste. <laughs> Was it Mark? It might have been. Mark. <laughs> it could have been Mark. Who knows? <laughs> I could, I could see Mark. But yeah, so it was just, you know, it's an opportunity, right? <laughs> right one. Yeah. What will be next, Jared? If you're so I, smart, I have no idea, man. I have no. <laughs> well, idea I'm next. just. Well, what's, what's, what's you got to have a goal? 2022 hit. What's in your vision? What's your so, vision? So there's something here. One of my one of. Before I was off social media, so I used to be on social media. Got off all social media. Okay, don't don't need it in my life. It's not it's not good for me. Don't need it. I can still mm-hmm. affect the industry without it. But one of my goals was to teach until no more died. That was kind of my goal, right? And mm-hmm. I had a um, Keith Stoner from True Work at yep. the time he came up with this really great logo for the back of my shirt, and it's it's Blackbeard's flag. Right, okay. so Blackbeard comes from North Carolina. I love pirate stuff. Right, throw your hands up. Yep, 
And <laughs> and he was like, hey, use the slogan Teach to No More Die because Blackbeard's real name was Edward Teach. So it's kind of like a double play on words type thing. And okay. the whole thought process was because, again, we've lost somebody every two and a half years. I, I lost a friend. Um, Brad Roberts died. He was a Durham fireman, off-duty working, doing tree work, fell and died, right? He came to the academy with me. He's a good friend of a friend of mine as well. And just... You know, just it affects everybody and affects our lives. And we don't even realize it, that every mm-hmm. day when somebody dies, every two and a half days when we lose somebody, we're losing brothers, sisters, mm-hmm. fathers, mothers, daughters, yeah. sons. And it, and it leaves a hole in people's lives. So my thought was, okay, I got this lofty goal of teaching people until no more die. So is that ever going to happen? I don't know. I'd love to think we're going to have an, a, a year where we have no fatalities in our industry. Is it realistic? Probably not. Yeah. I love that. But I'd love to see yeah, it happen. It's awesome. And hey, when it does, I will have it's, a It's a 10x rule. <laughs> and it's just a 10x rule. Dude, what a, mm. what, a, what, a, what a great vision. Yeah, we'll see. You know, got to have a goal. Um, and I believe in, in, you know, big, hairy goals, right? BHAGs, right? Those big, hairy, oh, audacious yeah. goals that sit out there yeah. that are unachievable. Okay. Right? Not so bad. Yeah, not so bad. <laughs> not, so not, so bad. bad. Not, so not so bad. So, yeah. You're yeah. wrong about them. You're wrong about them. <laughs> Or the show. In so many like, ways. Oh gosh, <laughs> this guy's coming in. Oh my god. Like fuck, Travis <sighs> again. What are we gonna do? <laughs> so, no, it. It's like I said. He's like I'm an author, firefighter. <laughs> I've saved babies. America, of America. I just, like, I, I just climb trees. <laughs> oh, I, I am. I come from <laughs> nothing special, man. I'm Thanks, man. Special. Make me feel like shit. I, I just, <laughs> I've been very fortunate to be blessed with lots of uh, great opportunities that I've been able to do really yeah that, that's a good one man to to bring that up you know we're you know we're out there setting lines today you know i had that <laughs> i had, not, a, not talking about had, that. had a good day throwing throw lines with travis setting setting <laughs> rings and what? you have one of those days a throw good. line all right and everybody's had one of these days oh, that's okay right? man I'm used where to you throw the first three times <laughs> and after the first three throws you realize it's not your day Right. Yeah. So Jared's over there and he's just like, oh, gosh. Oh, bop, gosh. Don't bop. And then he's like, oh, yeah, well, I throw the same unions every week. So, like, it's easy for me. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, Jared. <laughs> and I ended up, and this is, I think, is a goal. I think this should be a record somewhere. <laughs> I double bagged four times <laughs> in the same union to get the tie in I needed. Yeah. Four double bags. Has it ever been done before? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. I, I set I set five lines with friction savers by the time he did that. That's so a true story. I, true story. But Jared and I also have, we also have history with through line. Who double bagged you? <laughs> no, I, I double bagged myself. Oh, you double bagged yourself. <laughs> Thank you. That's a talent. That's, you know, <laughs> you know, a talent. Well, if you've seen it, if you've seen it, I, you I would trained know. my whole life for that. He was amazed. He, he watched it. He was amazed. <laughs> He's like, you double bagged yourself. That's awesome. So no. So and and we had this. Just horrible history of throw line between us. Because the very first Arbor Fest in North Carolina, all right, we're I at I think together, I've heard this story. Right? Yeah. Uh, I tell the story everywhere, no, right? Because it's so just, ugh. And I'm sitting there throwing and throwing and throwing and get this, this tie-in set. And I think it was for like AR. Was it with A? It was some. We're doing something. I don't know. Yeah. And Jared's just like, hey, you want me to hit that for you? And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. He grabs the bag <laughs> out of my hands, turns around backwards, throws it, no look, hits it perfect, and just walks away. And from that day forward, I hated Jared. <laughs> Um, and it, it was just like this, like in the it's crowd, and the crowd's watching this, right? Yeah. So now I've just been reduced to nothing, <laughs> and I'm like, like, all right, I'm gonna go get water bottles for anyone. <laughs> Who wants water, yeah. water boy? <laughs> it was horrible. You know, I tried to be like really unrecover with it and not be. There like, was no recovery from that. You know, I just tried to like hit it and like walk away, so like nobody's seen it, but it. Turned into the opposite, like <laughs> okay, oh, like nobody will see. He he's, walks he's, up front in the middle of the whole thing. Yeah, like no, nobody will see. He's known for uh, drawing uh, the crowd's attention to him during Arbor Fest. Oh yes, 
Yes, the he time is. somebody was teaching, he's like, oh, I'll go from one tree to the other. What? There, no one there was also a time where a tree went me. the completely wrong direction on him. But we won't talk about that one. Oh, yeah. No, I was there. That was I my know. first Arbor Ryan class. I was there. One. I was like, oh, yeah. shoot. You know, there's so much fun. These, these in- industry yeah. events, man, they, they, they create these brotherhoods that we yeah. have, man. You know, I, I got so many, gosh, such close friends, and you do too, Yeah. Um, that, that start from these events. It's, we have an amazing industry. You, you don't see this in steel industries or, car, well, maybe carpentry, but not so much. You know, the construction industry, they're all, they all hate each other. Yeah. You know, we're very blessed to have a very cool uh, network of people. Should, should we yeah. share a secret with all the audience about these events? Not, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Like everything in tree care, some days things just don't go right, right? Yeah. And the hardest part about being an instructor is you're up there doing something and you got everybody watching you and something's going to go wrong. It's just going to happen. And figuring out the way to make it a teachable moment and roll with it is extremely <laughs> difficult because you know, and the worst part about it isn't the fact that you screwed up mm-hmm. or something went wrong. It's that you know when you look out in the audience and you see all your instructor friends, you're just like, oh, I'm going to hear about this for the rest of forever. <laughs> like, yeah. this is never going to yeah. end. And it's true. And like, so you're up there and you're like, and that went completely wrong, but what did we learn from it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then after it's over, they all come up, they're like, ha ha, loser. Yeah. You know? But you have this brothership and this bond because yeah. you know that even though that Jared's out there watching me or I'm out watching Jared, yeah. that yeah, we might pick on each other and all that, but we got each other's backs. Like, yeah. Nobody's going to trash Jared to me. Mm-hmm. Jared's not going to let me trash me. Like, it's just not going to happen, right? Yeah. And we just yeah. have this bond. And for anybody who wants to get into education, do it. Take the yeah. chance. Take. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm- <laughs> where, where do they go? How do they get into it? I mean, that's the hardest part, right? Um, it's hard to get into being an instructor, um, yeah. even though I just talked about how it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, the, I got lucky. You had zero experience. <laughs> got you lucky. were an instructor. Yeah. I got lucky. Um, I think coming to work for places and looking at doing, you know, for the first year of teaching, I did it for free. I didn't make a dime. And I would just literally volunteer to teach mm-hmm. or help other instructors teach, no yeah. matter what it was. I remember I went to a Vermeer <laughs> seminar um, years ago, and I was like, hey, can I just help? And the guy was like, you can like hold the saw, and I'm like, great, wonderful, right? <laughs> and I remember like just standing there, like, exactly what I want. Here's the chainsaw, and not saying a yeah. word. And you just have to, you have to pay your dues, and you have That's to take bad. the opportunity to get in front of people, exactly, and, and just do it. You got to want it. This and is you got to work hard. It. It's work. There, yeah. it's a hustle. There's no yeah. doubt about it. As much Jared before COVID, I know COVID changed I mean, everything. It's just like getting in the industry. I always tell these individuals that come in there's there's not a lot of opportunities to get in the industry you better knock on the right door yeah. you better need someone that needs you to pull brush pick prickers and poison oak yeah. for the next three years and then maybe one day they'll teach you how to climb once joe quits you know he's our climber but that's what you're going to do forever and you, they better need someone to do that and i mean that's how you get in the industry Absolutely. you better not or you have a guy creepy guy in a van <laughs> that pulls up and says hey i got you, a big i got a 660 over money, here kid <laughs> i got a 660 with <laughs> No, you're 100% right. And you know what? To quote the wonderful, badass Navy SEALs, you got to embrace the suck. Because mm-hmm. some days doing tree work just sucks. Yeah. Suck. That right? So go back a second. What did you say before uh, Phil interrupted you there? No, it you're was fine. A, <laughs> I'm used to it. It's okay. No, it was a, it was a joke. Um, yeah. yeah. Saying, oh, look. They're laughing online. Oh, my gosh. There's so many hearts and laughters. <laughs> that was a terrible joke. <laughs> you said so, it was um, right before he. I don't remember. Okay. No, no. Go oh, ahead. Man. Finish it. He doesn't remember. No, I just want to make. Yeah, I yeah, I thought I heard something, but I just wanted you to reiterate. But I I can't remember what it was. That's why. That's why I asked. Him anyway, anyway, thanks for interrupting our conversation. And we now I don't know what we're talking about because <laughs> I have ADD and I don't remember. 
Thanks, Jared. Oh, man. Um, no, but, we were talking about getting in the industry. Yeah. And how to you be know, a trainer. Yeah, because it isn't easy. And, and you were saying oh, you sacrifice. Got, that's what it was. Sacrifice. The conversation you, we had. I'll interrupt that. You I'll interrupt you on that one. Sacrifice. Okay, go. <laughs> no, well, we talked about in the back earlier when we were throw lining, yeah. right? You know, the sacrifice is real. It's yeah. real in this industry, and it's real in anything, to be honest. And I get this all the time. You know, a lot of people want to come. Oh, I want to be a trainer, man. I want to follow you. I want to yeah, do yeah. this. I want to, man. I want to be. I want to be like you. I want sponsorships. I want to do this. I'm like, <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Do you really want to do this? It takes more than what people think. Yeah. It's you not know, easy. People don't come after you and offer you sponsorships and money and all this glamour and fame. They don't. Nobody offers that. You sacrifice your life for these. Yeah. For the for these things, and um, I thought that was really cool having that conversation with you, and for somebody like you saying, you know, agreeing, man, it's uh, you give up so much of your life, and your personal time, and your hobbies, and the things you love. Well, and family things like you miss family stuff. Oh, like, you right? miss you miss everything, yeah, right? Yeah. But you do it for this industry. You do it because you love it. You do it because. We're out there to build a better industry and, and and help our brothers out there. And, you know, I thought that was like, man, it kind of, it, it got me. Mm-hmm. It, well, it's know. a reminder of why we do it, right? You know, it's yeah. a lot of people think that we get on stage because we just like hearing ourselves talk. We like being the center of attention. And that might be true for some. No, no names. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, a lot of it is, it's not about that. It's about, yeah. you know, if I get the opportunity in the platform that I can save one person it's worth it if i can say something that connects with the young 17 year old travis vickerson out there that's doing work with the shady guy in the pickup truck right Mm -hmm. that prevents him from dying it's worth it right Mm -hmm. or prevents you know a loss like brad roberts when he died you know or any of the other hundred plus that die every year it's worth it yeah and then that's what it's about yeah 100 and then and then you went back and here's a good one this is Quote from Travis earlier today. Uh, today, remember he says, PG. <laughs> "I know he says, uh, you know, he said, hey man, do you ever think, you know, you think about when you started this, when you first started Tree Care, yeah. and you first got in century, and you look where you're at today? Would you ever imagine you would be where you're at? Would you ever imagine? I'm like, dude." Not even close. I don't, and I, and I don't even consider myself to be there yet. But you know, for you to say that, I'm like, man, how many people are, are either at that point or thinking in their career? Man, I'm so grateful. Like, dude, I should not have been here. <laughs> I made it. Yeah, made you know, it. but you didn't make it. You haven't made it, right? right. None of for, us have made for, it. Right? For, some of, for, you, some, for some of yeah. us think like that, right? Absolutely. That's the problem. You know, but some of us are like, they're, they're, they're just lucky to be alive. It. They made it 20 yeah. years in this you industry. You're lucky to be alive. But, but here's the problem I have with that in an educational standpoint, right? We have so many in this industry I see when we teach stuff that are like, oh, I've done it this way my whole life. Let's use one-handing a chainsaw as a perfect example, right? I have people that tell me all the time, well, I've, I've never cut myself yet, right? Yeah, you've survived this long. doesn't make it correct. doesn't make it complete. You're not finished. Right, life is an evolution. Mm-hmm. Your entire life, the only thing that's constant is change. But we have so many in this industry that refuse to change. They refuse to take classes, to 
go learn, read whatever you can read, come to the academy, do whatever it is like out, out there to actually evolve. And people just go, well, I've made it. I've survived. Therefore, it's successful. No, it's not. That's not success. Mm-hmm. If it's success, then you'd be done, but you're not done. Success happens when you're finished with something. Mm-hmm. And you never should be finishing it. One of the things that always stuck out with me, my dad told me years ago when I started, when I was really kind of thinking tree care is what I wanted to do. He was like, that moment when you're making that back cut and that top's going over, what do you feel? What do you think about? And I was like, for me, my heart stops every time. No matter, I don't care how many times I've done it. You yeah. make that face notch, you spin around the backside, you make that cut. There's a half a second in there where you go, please go right. Even though you know you've done it all right, you still have that half a second where you're like, if this goes wrong, it's over, right? It's the end of the day. And when you lose that, when you lose that fear or that that reality check, that's mm-hmm. when you need to get out of the industry, right? Mm-hmm. But we have so many people in this industry that aren't doing that. They just come in and punch the clock and go home. They treat this like it's anything else. The fact of the matter is our industry does, is not dangerous. Our industry is not hazardous. Our industry actually is not even risky. Our industry has some factors that if you don't control correctly, will turn into hazards, will turn into risks, and mm-hmm. will turn into dangers and kill you. Yeah, super It's fair. unlike anything else, right? It's not mm-hmm. like if you and I were professional bass fishermen in our in our life that we would love to be, which right. we're not, all right? <laughs> or never will. We are wish we, we think we were. I mean, we, I got the stickers on my boat that make me look like I am. Are, are, <laughs> are we going bass fishing <laughs> that guy. No, we're going, we're going snowboarding because Jared didn't tell me bass fishing was an option. Well, fish aren't biting right now. We're what do you like, mean they're not biting? I just showed him pictures of like uh, 32 Jared, pounds. Jared, he broke my heart. pros out on a lake where they fish We are friends with pros. They yeah. will go with us. Yeah. So, yes, we are not fishing, even though we could be fishing. Which breaks yeah, my heart. We could. No, we're gonna That's go. The best we're gonna bass go snowboarding in the country. And then when you come back, we're gonna we're gonna oh, rip up some snow while we're here. We'll go snowboarding, <laughs> and then when you when you return, return, we're, we're gonna go hit some really good fishing. Oh my God. I'm looking forward. really good. So I can't wait. In March, two weeks, we rented a big house. We're having vendors, <laughs> clients, friends for two weeks of bass fishing up there. So yeah. you got to come back. You, you got to give me some days. March is March is pretty well booked, but I'll see what I can do. You can make it. <laughs> you can make it. But yeah, so it's just this op- this opportunity that we have in the industry to really start changing. I want to kind of get back on. I don't want to take topic, but get back on this point of safety is an is an outcome. Right? Yeah. It's not an objective. But we hear it so many times. Work safe. Yeah. Safety first. Yeah. What, what? When is the not work safe day? If if work <laughs> if work safe is the objective. You of the guys got to tell me that. <laughs> like, uh, we we yeah. know that. <laughs> It's like put your pants on yeah. today. Hey, this is put your today, pants on day. Work safe. Yeah, it's like why do we do that? And I <laughs> hear it all the pa- time. Is this the day I wear my pants? Or <laughs> no? Oh, take my pants off. Hey, I oh, had a guy gosh. years ago that this, this is funny. Every day, this guy come up, Jared, to put the cones out. I'm like, yes, put the cones out. And that was when he first started. And then next day, Jared, put the cones out. Yes, put the cones out. Right. <laughs> Every day for a week. I'm like. Put the fucking cones out. Every, Every day, day the cones <laughs> go out. I'm not. Here, here's the day the cones don't go out. I don't. I don't understand oh, it. Oh, man. When you're at home on the weekend. That, that, was that Christian? <laughs> <laughs> was it? No. Oh. But you know what, though? It's yeah. the truth, right? Yeah. But, you know, I can't it's I can't so blame true. him because, you know, he. I had a great heart. He's just like, I just want to write. I want to make sure. Like, I want to make sure. I got to make sure I put the cones out. Do like, put if the I put the cones out, out I put the cones out. Put the cones out. There is not a single day that goes on where we do not put but the cones out. But why do people struggle with that? 
I have uh, a theory. It's a leadership thing. It's a leadership. It's, direct, it's it. a direction thing. It's, it's a culture thing. Lack, lack of leadership, which I did not I did not provide a clear mm-hmm. um, leadership path for him. So I failed. I, I realized yeah. this. Um, but it was part of my fr- frustrations along the way. This was many years ago. So, I, you know, I was, I'm still learning, but, you know, that was my fault, if, uh, obviously. But you said it earlier today when we were out there in the back 40, we'll call it. All right. This, the younger generation, especially today. You and I, we clearly, this guy learned while doing, right? I wasn't like I was like, all right, so tell me how the spike works. No. But this younger generation, when we're teaching it, we have to explain the why on everything. Yep. Before we do it. Mm. The old generation didn't have that. And what we see in this industry with the cone thing, right? Mm. We probably never took the time to explain the why. Why do we put cones out? Let's just put cones out. We do it every day. Yeah. Well, why? It's like wheel chocks, right? And, I, and I've got issues with this one, right? But wheel chocks and park trucks on yards, right? <sighs> why do we do it? Well, the truck's not, especially if it's an air brake truck, right? Air brakes bleed out on a new truck. They're going to lock. They're not going anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. We know that. Mm-hmm. But we do it to create muscle memory. So when I told guys, like, hey, they're like, why do we put wheel trucks out in the yard or in the shop? It's not going anywhere. Because if you do it here, you'll do it there. Yeah. Yep. And if you don't do it here, there'll be an opportunity for you yep. not to do, do it, it there. there. Yeah. And it's creating muscle. But we have to start explaining the why. We got to get away from robots, right? Mm-hmm. We got to get to complex thinking. And that's part of what the issue with the, not issue with the industry, but the issue with the perception of our industry is that we're just a bunch of roughnecks that couldn't, you know, do anything else. Yeah. So we became tree workers. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Tree work is part science. It's part art. It's physics and motion. Engineering. It's engineering. It's it's split second decision making, complex problem solving, all these things. But we yeah. downplay it as us oh, just tree work. No. No. To take a for you guys out here, a two hundred foot tree down in a forty by forty backyard is not mm-hmm. luck. Right? <laughs> that, that that you didn't get lucky. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know what you're doing. But we stop teaching that. We stop elevating our own industry to be better than it is, right? We yeah. talk about, oh, we're gonna be better, but why? Like we don't talk about the why behind it, right? We're just a bunch of tree guys. Yeah. And it's really starting to change this mentality, this ideology even about really saying, Hey, we're more than we're, we're more than that. We're not just mm-hmm. tree bums. I mean, there's some tree bums out there. I mean, Ryan Torscolo. But <laughs> <laughs> I really hope oh, Ryan's gosh, listening. I hope he is. I too. really hope he's listening. <laughs> oh, praise oh, Jesus. Ryan, oh, please please on get on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Get on here. <laughs> That's why I asked you. Great. You must not listen to his episode because when you were saying you put an ad out in the paper for like Craigslist, I'm like, oh. for 200 bucks? Oh, I, I, I know Ryan's story. Ryan and I are good friends. I know his story. He has an amazing story. Ryan's you give him 200 bucks, he'll do anything. Oh, you can get less than that. Um, <laughs> right now, if you just entice him with tuna fishing, he's, he's it, right? So, but yeah, so no, if you, uh-huh, anybody hasn't man. heard Ryan's story, Ryan Torsicolo, um, he's one of the trainers for Save Tree. He's like the lead trainer for Save yeah. Tree. Yeah. Please go listen to his podcast. Yeah. He's got an amazing story about how he got to where he's at. Um, and another guy cool. like myself, like Jared, even, well, maybe not Jared, like Phil, that <laughs> <laughs> you don't know my story. You don't know me. <laughs> you know, we, we didn't just pop into this, right? It was, it was earned. Yeah, most people don't know my story. You know, I'm undercover. You know, we oh. heard your story on the first podcast. It was supposed to be just talking was, about us, never, and he just took launched. over and just ran about it was himself. Never Him? Yeah, it was. It was our first podcast we came out with. You didn't, I, even, that shit went you didn't even listen to our first <laughs> podcast. I don't listen to any of them. I, I oh, was here. Gosh, Bob, I cut his it. mic off. Bob, <laughs> cut his mic, please. Well, I rewatch it. I lived it. I lived Perfect. it. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway. Anyways, there I was. <laughs> So that's my story. That's how I got to where I'm at. Um, where I'm going next, I don't know. What's what's the future of our industry? 
That's great and scary in the same breath. Yeah. Right. Um, hard work is is a key foundation of our industry, right? But we also understand that we've got to work smarter, not harder, mm-hmm. and we've got to start thinking more mechanized. We got to start thinking more. You know, for instance, great example, right? All these kids nowadays, right? Everybody's plugged in their phones. They're all plugged into computers. And I mean, I'm a huge, one of the things you don't know about me, here's my hidden secret. Um, I love video games. Oh, that's (laughs) not a secret. I can just tell. No, 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 you don't know. Okay. (laughs) Like, so I've got a squad of guys, right? I got my squad, right? They're firemen, all (laughs) friends of mine. You know, there's Putman, there's Baker, there's Schaefer. COD. Warzone, PUBG, like, my wife even says I got a, I got a problem, right? She's like, you play every night. I'm like, yes, like it's just like this, it, but it's 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 more cathartic because it's just it's not really oh, about that. That's why you said you loved our chairs. You're I do. Like, I love oh, these gaming I chairs. Totally I'm like, game oh, these this. are awesome. But I love video games, right? They were the cheapest ones on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so like, for me, it's it's thinking about oh, this younger generation of video games. I'm like, it's all it's all you know, and high eye hand coordination, right? Well, how can we start incorporating that in our industry? Well, mechanized equipment, yeah. robotic equipment, remote control equipment, but also how we teach. You know, we're going to have to start developing systems to teach in a format where people can learn. We can't. We have to evolve as instructors so, as well. So I'm going to interrupt for two seconds. I agree in that. I agree in that what you said. You know, I, I don't agree in the smarter, not harder. I say that as like a, a fun thing, but in this industry. You know, there's there's no getting away from hard work. No. And we need to teach hard work. You know, I was built on fucking hard work. And yep. I think it's lost. I think we, we lost a little bit of that. Well, it's because everyone I mean, wants to get it now, right? They want to the, yeah, get it immediate. A, re- yeah. Lottery. And, and, and <clears throat> you know, the more we kind of detour off that, you know, people start to think that our industry or our trade or our tree climbing should be easy and it's not easy no. it is hard fucking work you're telling me people were out there working in 15 below oh yeah or whatever yeah the, my, my guys back in new hampshire my crew is back in new hampshire before i moved over to this resource position right yeah i mean uh. we got 36 inches of snow last year week before christmas my guys were out there trudging through it right like it's just yeah. that's, that's the work it's but, hard uh, we, we can never get rid of that you know we can add all the mechanical and all the the cranes and cinnabogans and whatever in the world but there's nothing like an amazing hard-working human being no, there's and we need to bring that back and you know what though we need to bring that back one of the things i talked about with one of my guys a while back was they're like you know how do i make more money i'm like well how do you how do you, how do you earn more money is what you meant to say because mm-hmm. you ain't making it right yeah you got to earn it well you need to show value mm-hmm. and so i saw a post pop up here a minute ago it said you know Big grapple saw cranes. Folks, grapple saw trucks are not the answer to our industry. Let me go ahead and put that out there. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be controversial for a second. All yeah. right. That doesn't the solution. A good crane operator and a good climber can rip apart a tree 10 times faster than any grapple saw truck can. It's just a fact. Right. If you have a crew that knows what they're doing and is hardworking, you can rip apart things. Yeah. Does it create some solutions to problems? Absolutely. EAB trees, 100%. You got an EAB tree that's in its third or fourth year. You know, of infestation, it's got the same consistency as a styrofoam cup. A five-inch branch will break at the same pressure as a two-inch branch. You can't mm-hmm. climb that. Right. Grapple saw, perfect example. Yeah. But all these guys and, and girls out there that are buying grapple saw trucks thinking that's the answer to their employment issues, it's not. It's creating more problems, right? It, yeah. it's, it's not a an tool. A, it's not an answer. Mm-hmm. It's a, um, yeah, it's another tool. But you got to have hard work. Yeah. 
So you want to earn more money, you got to have hard work. Right. You, and how do we teach how do we teach hard work? Right. Well, these are these are work ethics, these are leadership skills. Yeah. You know, we're building human beings. How do we build human beings, you know, to be better at what we do? You know, and that's a nobody's teaching and training that. Well, people are. Yeah, but I disagree. Pe- pe- people are. But it needs to be a major focus. So major, what, major focus. What entity teaches how to build better human beings? What entity say what you tell what me? What entity teaches people how to be how to become better human beings, if you will? Navy SEAL. Any military, right? Yeah. Military mm-hmm. basic training is that. Mm-hmm. It's breaking down foundational concepts inside a human and rebuilding it to what they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the academy, right? Like, yeah. Welcome to the academy. Like you think that's, that, like, a, that's what we need to get to, where we yeah. have like classes where people go through where they have no yeah. knowledge. Yeah. They come out with all this information, this mm-hmm. work ethic, understanding. So hey, we you are want in the we are in the process of that. Yeah. But you know, take it, this is a very sensitive, big subject. It is. You know, and there's a lot of people out there doing it. Um, I mean, our but, our, our first academy we had. It, we broke some guys. There was a couple guys that broke. Yeah. What do you say? And it broke. Crying. Physically, mentally. mentally. It was they couldn't 6 make it. in the morning, 5.30, 6 in the morning. We were waking them up, and we didn't go to bed till 10 o'clock at night. Every single day. <laughs> and it wasn't for like Sounds like a storm month. crew work. <laughs> it, was, it was for four days. Yeah. Uh, and we had guys bow out. We yeah. had guys at the end of the, yeah. the yeah. class come up and go, this changed my life. Good Cried. Time. Six guys. We had literally cry and shed tears out of 25 guys there because they were so I've been thankful. doing this for 20 or 30 years. Nobody's giving me this. And it wasn't right. day one. It no. needed day two, day three. And that's mm-hmm. something we've learned in you know the few years was it wasn't just one day. It was like when somebody comes at the academy, they need a two to three to four day experience because mm-hmm. after that, you start reaching the soul. Yeah. You start reaching the person. The first day they come in and out and they have such a hard mm. shell on them they don't break down but after the third day you finally broke them down you've talked to them you opened them up and now you're able to really teach them and get to them well there. stress and fatigue does that right yeah it's just that's human nature like, and you also break, or break it down also sleeping on a cot at you know 28 degrees at night okay will also break you down like come on <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't done that right? hey it, where's he sleeping tonight 28 degrees. <laughs> Iron skirt. Okay. 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 But no, you're, I think that's what's really great about what you guys are doing out here mm-hmm. is this conceptual idea that you guys have now brought into fruition of let's let's go back to the basics. Mm-hmm. Let's teach the basics and let's teach it in a, I'm not call it high stress environment, but a fatigued stress environment mm-hmm. where you're forced to rely on muscle memory to make positive decisions. Well, that's what that's one one segment, right? Yeah. This is not a full-time court. It's not like you come here and you live in that in that world. Um yeah. you know, the, yeah. the biggest difference yeah. is yeah. We, yeah. we 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 teach in a controlled environment and that's you know 100% what it is. You know, we have a lot of simulation yeah. pro- ways that we can teach and train and I think that's the biggest difference, you know. We can spend a lot of good one-on-one time and get people you know, really good, really quick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's going with Jared's of 25 years of training and teaching and learning and to, to be able to develop all that experience and put it in a class. People come in here and they, they go through one class and it's incredible from where they come in at and where they leave at. Yeah. And that was 25 years plus other years that have been invested of other individuals into Jared to be able to learn of going, this is how I learned. 
This is, this is how I can understand and pick up within eight hours. And in eight hours, an individual walks out. And what the Straw Brothers said when they sent uh, their company from uh, Colorado, oh, he goes, yeah. it was equivalent. It, it felt like they've been working for four years in this industry. After one week, they've four years, they were coming out now running their own crews. And I'm not saying that's for everybody. No. Mm-hmm. For anything. But that's what he felt like. That was his experience of what he got from there. So education is, is so important. And what you've given back to the industry and just your leadership book. I mean, you got two comments on there and you've sold five books, but guess what? Five people have read it. They've learned from it and they've made comments on that. You've affected more people with your book than I've affected with my book. And I don't have a book. So we can change that. Yeah, hats off that. to you on that, man. Well, thank you. Um, yeah. I'll, donate, I'll donate some books because I, I bought like a lot of them. <laughs> so I'll donate some books to the Academy. Dude, please. That'd be great, man. Yeah. Did you bring yeah. any with you? We can pass out tomorrow. I, I didn't. I, I've hidden them away because I was. Are, did but you? I'll get did some. you? Did you bury them in with a treasure map? I did not bury them with a treasure <laughs> map. But what I will give you though today is I'll give you a sneak peek of this new idea I'm working on. Okay. Okay. So this is I, what I want. Okay. Wait, See, wait, I, wait, want, wait. I wanted some gold. Did, who else have give you told about this? Or are we? There's are a few. We, there's a few. Oh, there's a few. Yeah, okay. his wife and kids. No, 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 no. Okay. They don't listen to me anymore about trees. He's like, they don't listen. There's yeah. like a hundred people, but like, you guys. We drive down the we now. drive down the road, and I look at trees, and it's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing video games in the back, <laughs> right? But no, so seriously, so this concept, and you guys are already doing it, right? And you guys, but you don't. Maybe you mm-hmm. realize it. Maybe you don't realize it, right? What you're teaching is a f- a foundational process to containing some of these things, right? So I'm going to get this dry erase board out. I got hidden down here, right? Okay. All right. So first of all, I want to talk about what our industry is, is not hazardous or dangerous, okay? Okay. We have some risks. You got right? that camera yep, you got to show it to. Yep, I got it. Okay. Uh, I use this oh, I'm so excited for this. Oh, man. Have you guys ever seen the crazy hot chart? <laughs> He's going to do this with tree care. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm going to back up here so people can see this. All right. Hopefully we can see here. Instagram over here. Factors. Factors. Factors Factors are everything that goes into our day of work. Everything. Mm -hmm. This can be from your ride in the morning, the weather. This could be the fight you had with your significant other the night before that's affecting your day. This could be traffic. This could be the gnarly removal that's six inches off a a 26 kV primary, right? This is all of those things, okay, are factors, all right? So what we have is factors that turn into risks, okay? A risk is a factor that's uncontrolled, right? When you expose a risk to property, it becomes a hazard. When you expose a risk to a person, it becomes a danger. So our industry is not dangerous. We have factors that, if they're not controlled, become dangerous. All right? So how do we control those factors? And here's the gold, okay? We're going to build four walls, okay? The four walls is kind of homage, if you will, uh, to... What's homage? Homage. Pay homage. Oh, homage. Right? To cut it. Right? Code it. Right? No Compartmentalization lock- of decay in trees. No okay. more locked doors. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dr. Alex Shigo is the goat. He is the greatest of all time in tree care. He has done more for the tree care industry than anybody else. Hands but down. You're also the goat. No, That's I'm not you the goat. He you actually the goat. referred yourself <laughs> to as Dr. Shigo. Yeah. No. I did. Stop. I, you guys heard I, it That here. is not true. It's, they have goats Travis, outside. I Dr. saw Shigo. I heard it. It's Travis and... And <laughs> you don't realize, like, my mentor, Tim Walsh, and is going to kill me for, for if you make that comparison. <laughs> you did, you I didn't did. mean to. You did. Okay. No, you okay. Wink, focus, focus. Listen, it's so on the camera. You, you winked you, at me. You winked at me. You, you know exactly what you said. Can you confirm <laughs> that you say you are not the goat? 
I can confirm I am not the goat. Perfect. Okay, we can move on. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So we have we have our factors, right? Our four walls. All right. So our very first wall of containing the factors, right, is knowledge. Okay. Make sure I spell that right, because that'd be embarrassing. Right. So knowledge. Is that south? (laughs) Yeah. Nothing's ever embarrassing. Okay. So you meant north. So it's not biased. Okay. It's, It's north. Knowledge. Knowledge Knowledge is not only theories. It's not, you know, how you do things. It's not the knowledge of that. It's also the experience. Because every experience provides knowledge. Mm -hmm. Because you did it one way doesn't mean you can do it always that same way, right? You have to have knowledge to know when to use the tool and when not to. So that's the very first thing we teach is knowledge. It's the theories. It's, you know, why do we tie this knot versus that knot? It's this kind of hinge wood versus that kind of hinge wood, right? Mm -hmm. That's all the books I've read. It's knowledge. It's not skill. Skill is the next thing we teach. Okay. Skill is the application of knowledge, right, with experience. So knowledge is knowing the things and experience out there of knowing when to use it. Skill is how you apply those things, right? That's when I use my pruning spikes versus my removal spikes. Just kidding. (laughs) There are no pruning spikes, folks. There are no pruning spikes. It doesn't exist. It's not a thing. All right. But it's knowing those things. It's knowing the tie-in point you choose. Yeah. It's knowing this kind of tree I can choose, this kind of tie-in point, this kind of tree I can't. After that, we go to the next thing, which is equipment, right? Which is one of my favorite things because I'm a gear junkie, right? With everything. And I'm just going to put equip, okay? So this is our equipment, all right? Okay. And equipment not only is all the bells and whistles and all the toys in the Cheryl catalog or the Tree Stuff catalog, right? Or Bailey's catalog or whatever, right? Equipment also is knowing the equipment, knowing the applications of the equipment. The little book you get when you buy a brand new rope that you throw away, that's equipment, it's knowing what this rope is used for. It's if it's a curmantle rope, if it's a construction, twelve strand, sixteen mm-hmm. strand, twenty four mm-hmm. strand. When to retire that rope if you've cut fibers? That's equipment. The very very last wall is PPE. Okay, PPE is the very last one for a reason. PPE is our last resort when the other three walls fail. Right? <laughs> PPE can never be our first resort. Right. You'd, and I've heard before, well, I only wear a helmet when I know I'm going to get hit. Well, you probably should buy lottery tickets too, right? PPE is that. It's there when everything else has gone wrong to protect us. Okay. So at any point in time, if any one of these walls fails, our factor gets out. When our factor gets out, it becomes either a risk, a hazard, or a danger, depending on what it's applied to, right? And that's really what we got to get to in this industry is there, tree work is not safe. Okay, you cannot do tree work safely. Safely actually is not a word. Mm-hmm. So you either are safe or you're not. You can't be safely, right? You can't drive a vehicle safely, right? You can't do tree work safely. It's not a thing, right? <laughs> you make Why it did you say so that? Bad. I'm like safely. safely. <laughs> Gosh, right? You sound like an idiot. Safely, I'm like I am an idiot. Sound? No, I'm just saying like <laughs> safely, safely. No, it's, safely. it's the end product. It's the, it it's the result. Safely. It's the outcome. Safety is the result. No, the word it's sounds. The, Stupid. It now is stupid. I, now that I say it like six times, or I heard yeah. you have it. It's stupid. Think about it this way. If we compare tree work to driving a vehicle, right? You drive your truck or your car, your Tesla, or whatever it is Jared mm-hmm. drives. I imagine he looks like a Tesla kind of guy. You mu- <laughs> he actually owns a Tesla. <laughs> I do too, but I don't oh, drive it every day. Pretty <laughs> sure you own one too. Right? You're driving a 5,000 piece of metal down the highway at 70 miles an hour That's next true. to another. They're like 3,000. Okay, your truck, your 250. Oh, yeah, that's 5,000. Okay. Driving on the highway, 
next six inches away from another idiot driving a 5,000 piece of metal down the highway, right? What is safe about that? Nothing. You've got knowledge of how to drive. You've got skill of how to drive. You've got the equipment, all the bells and whistles that come on our vehicles, right, that keep us safe. And lastly, you have your PPE, your airbags, your seatbelt, and all the things that if everything else fails, helps you not have harm. Mm-hmm. There's no safely driving vehicles. You can drive a vehicle carefully. Yeah, absolutely. You can be careful about how you do something, but you can't be safe about it. We have got to get away from this concept of work safely. No, no. We're going to work with proper knowledge. We're going to work with proper application of that knowledge and our skill. Mm-hmm. We're going to mm-hmm. use the right equipment and understand how that equipment works. And then lastly, we're going to protect it with PPE. And if we do that every single day, day in and day out, our outcome is a safe work day. But it is never an objective. If it's objective, that implies that you can have a day that doesn't have that objective. Exactly. And that's the problem. Yep. Hmm. So that's my big dude freebie. That was more than a freebie. <laughs> that was, that gold. was gold. another book right there. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I don't that know about that. We're awesome. gonna push no. you to write this book. So yeah. everybody maybe, listening, maybe a coloring book. Travis Travis Vickerson <laughs> is, gonna, is gonna write a new Pop-up book, book talking about safely. 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 Safe. Tree safely. Written by safely. Treely. Safely. Tree <laughs> safely. Safely. Right? Safely. I will only write it if Phil and Jerry write it with me. <laughs> Done. You've just put us on the front cover. Yes, Done. I have. <laughs> Done. But Done. no, that's Done really what we got to get to in this industry yeah. is really changing that mentality exactly. of safely. Exactly. It doesn't exist. Yeah. You can't climb safely. What about climbing uh, a tree is safe? Yeah. Really, think so about good. it. It's not a rated anchor. It's so good. You know, there's 800 sharp objects around your body and your equipment all day long that can cut your lifeline. We're one of the last industries out there that's allowed to climb with a single anchor point. Nothing safe about that. Yeah. At all. But we got to apply yeah. the things in the right way. So that's my yeah. that's my freebie for everybody. Dude, um, that, you know, I, I usually... Wait a second. Great, trees and things. Isn't that Ryan? Yeah, it's Ryan. He's here. <laughs> I saw trees and things pop up. I was like, that's We're going to be going Ryan. live here. In a, in, I'm not live, but having some other people... Hey, you know, you know, hey Ryan. You know how you know? Ryan, you missed it, but this fool called you a bum. <laughs> hey, hey what, what, I, what I love most is, you know how you can tell you're safe? <laughs> Because it is. Because <laughs> it is. Because it is. Because it, like it, it is. Because it is. Because it is. Guys, listen. Inside this, joke. Sorry. Listen, this uh, been... this show, this has been good, man. <laughs> I, I haven't really talked totally that much on this show. I've just been hey, listening Jerry told to you you weren't going to have to. Oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> I mean, I good. left for 30 minutes, and I just got back. <laughs> That's why. So anyway, shameless but, plug. <laughs> if you want more information about this stuff, if you want to talk safety, if not yeah. safely, if you want to talk safety, Feel free to reach out to me. Um, you can hit me up on email, travis.vickerson at davy.com. Gladly reach out to me. If you need if you need anything you need from your company or utility standpoint from vendors, please reach out to me. I'd love to work with you. I'd love to see what we can do to help you out to and, have the outcome of safety. And if not, you guys, we are uh, we're a source for you. So, you know, hit us up. Come through the academy, come through um, two tree guys. You know, we're we're a resource for all of our all of our people, all of our vendors, all of our listeners, yeah. and uh, we are for the people. We are for the industry. And uh, Ryan said those are fighting words, by the way. Me calling yeah. him a bum. Yet we didn't for, he come to? We're for everybody but bums. <laughs> so with one pair of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Ryan. Oh, you know I love you, buddy. Oh, I love man. you. We're gonna we're gonna have him jump on here. But Travis, listen, man, it's uh, been great. Glad you glad you glad you came on the show. 
Wow, I got cool. tongue tied. I know. Fun. It's it's my first beer in a while. <laughs> no, glad you came on the show, man. It's been get, awesome to be here. Glad you're here in California, and I wish we were going fishing on Saturday. Why do you keep reminding me? But we're not. This bum over here did not bum. leave it as an option. Bum. Yeah. I didn't give you the option. Instead, we're going to go hit the I want to tear your, tear your ass up on the board. That's you're why. not going to tear my ass up because I'm just going to sit back and watch you be a fool. All right? I know <laughs> yeah. my limitations. Let me tell you. Don't fucking hurt yourself. <laughs> exactly, right? No, I'm serious. <laughs> hey. hey. Don't hurt yourself. You you're not as young as you used to be, buddy. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. If you come back her, I'm going to be so mad at you. We're... I'm staring down the barrel 37 this year, and uh, I'm like, mm, I can't do the things I used to do at 27. So, <laughs> so I just ride nice and so easy. So at 42. Yeah, shoot. exactly. You break now, buddy. You don't bounce. Uh, I got this. No, we're going to have a great time, man. I'm looking no. forward to it. It's great to be out here. Thank Definitely. you guys so much. Thank you for everybody who's been on here. Uh, please, if you know people that need to see this show, please, please, please get the word out there to them. Share it. Start subscribing. Hear this out. Spread this message. Feel free to take what I gave you as far as factors, equipment, skill, and knowledge and use it. It's not proprietary by any means. It's just some crap I came up with. Use it. Use it on your next tailgate day. Right? And, and guys, I'm not even going to end the show. That was it. So, yeah. <laughs> peace well, out. I was looking at time and nobody's going to listen after like three Appreciate hours. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you next you, time, I got Every uh, 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 no, he started talking again to interrupt uh, me, so I stopped. Uh, I, Go ahead, uh, finish it. No, I don't want people to leave. Nobody's yeah. gonna leave. Don't leave. Stay on. Okay. But Sorry. We're, <laughs> we're done. Peace.